the volume. Jenkins and Jones is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones, brought to you by the Volume Podcast Network. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good friends, Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, what's, what's going on, guys? And LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. Hey, hey, what's going on? I'm LeJethro Jenkins. <laughs> Quiet Switch it up. Jenkins, goddamn. Yeah. Hell yeah, Wait, I like what's, that What's shit. going on? I'm LeJethro. You know I mean? ASMR uh, yeah, That Jenkins. motherfucking Quiet Storm. Dog, dog, when is the last time you listened to the Quiet Storm? Do you know Bro, people are still calling in the radio to apologize to their girlfriends and shit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I dedicated a song to Constance Reedus back in yes. my, you know what I mean? It was uh Maxwell, fortunate, you know what I mean? Oh, hey y'all, if I still listen to the radio, I'd be a quiet storm dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Bro, bro, like like I just cause I fucking you know I stay up all hours of the night, right? So mm-hmm. I'm just out here fucking, you know, hitting up motherfucking the gas station for like some fucking munchies at 1 a.m. So I hear all that shit. And this motherfucker's still out there apologizing to their girl like, and, and the quiet horse is like, so uh, to Renee, um, Andre wants to let you know he's sorry and he misses you. Come back home, baby. And I'm how like, God damn, Renee dog. Like- to the radio. Like, how does he know that? Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 that is a very 1948 assumption to make in 2021, That's right? the best part of The Quiet Storm, is you have to text your girlfriend, like, hey, I know I fucked yeah, up, listen but listen to, to The Quiet Storm at 1.35 a.m. on Wednesday listen, night. Right? Right, get goddamn sending out fucking, you know, all alerts like it's the fucking FDR roadside um, on fireside chats. Like it's <laughs> all right, we, we've officially shit, right? jumped into the Jenkins and Jones show. It's Thursday, February 11th, uh, and Tyler is wearing uh, an Arby's sweatsuit while oh, we record. Looking very hat. handsome in a, in a suit of meat. <laughs> and, and I am This wearing, meat look good in the motherfucker, though. It like, do. I, that that I, it's I got am, a red tint to it. Yeah, I'm also that, wearing that smoke ring and all that shit. Apparel from my favorite fast food restaurant. As and we I said in the say, group chat, we can find better food at a gas station in the south than in and out. Okay, <laughs> flat out. Right. I do want to say Tyler. Happen. Tyler's looking good, but I have also had the meat sweats from Arby's. So. <laughs> Because yeah, I just ate too many roast beef sandwiches and I ha- I got the meat sweats. You, know you what ate I mean? too I many. Mean, why? Because they were too delicious. Because they were two for two dollars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the meat sweat suit, but I did get the meat sweat. So you know, I feel I feel special. The hat looks incredible, though, bro. It does. I feel so important wearing this motherfucker. Hey, Tyler, I feel like I feel like I can. I feel like the hat. Fuck the hat. Don't ever. I feel like I can sniff a. I feel like I can sniff a forest fire from four hundred miles away. (laughs) (laughs) That hat is eight feet tall, bro. (laughs) That hat is taller than you if you set it beside you, dog. I love this shit though. I look like I'm ready to the, the, the fucking, you know, fuck with motherfuckers for stealing picnic baskets and shit. Right Are now. you going to wear, you're going to wear that out, right? Like you're going to wear this places. Yeah. Why the fuck not? <laughs> it's a pandemic. Your no wife is going to be like, cool, cool. We going out to, we running to Trader Joe's, throw the Arby's jumpsuit on. Let's make it run real quick. Fuck yeah. I live to embarrass my wife, bro. That is like my love language though. <laughs> 
So, so I'm all in on this shit. Yeah, <laughs> you can't wait. <laughs> I, can't I, I do. Wait. I do like the idea. Shar uh, and I talk about this. Of the first time you like are at a group gathering with all your friends, like you have to fake that you picked up one really weird eccentricity over the last year, right? Mm-hmm. Like Shar's joke, like maybe you should just shave one of her eyebrows. You know what I mean? Or you just start <laughs> pronouncing one word incorrectly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just like. You Why just do you say that? Things. Why do you say that? Because it'd just be like a. You like, gotta have a show for this year of bullshit. Remember, like, that's you know exactly I mean? right. You know, yeah. like you come back from summer You're vacation. You're alive. You come back from summer vacation. You know, and you have a different haircut. You know what I mean, or whatever. When you were in school, and like so for Tyler. He just goes to the first gathering wearing that and refuses to acknowledge that there's anything different about him. You know what I mean? Like, bro, bro, 2020 was wild as fuck. I came into 2020 with a motherfucking bald head. I grew cornrows in 2020 and I didn't leave 2020 with cornrows. I left 2020 with a bald head. Like 2020 was long as fuck, bro. You look at it like that. What's your homies going to say when you pull up in the Arby's fit? You got some real ones around you in Richmond, my G. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, motherfuckers might flame. They gonna flame the hell out you. Yeah, but, but it'll be fun though. <laughs> right, but flaming is love, dog. Right, yeah, for sure, love. for sure, for sure. It is what it is, man. Hey, you can't roast roast beef and cheddar, bro. You know, I mean, it it, it is what it is. It would only make your powers stronger. <laughs> yeah. uh, I appreciate right. the jumpsuit. Shout out to Arby's. Shout out to Arby's. That was that was cool of you appreciate for giving. I especially for the hat, bro. Especially the hat, the hat. Was, was 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 the what they say the the genie say qua that tops it off whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hat took it to all the love. I was like, oh shit, yeah. Oh, they they serious. They really really they fucking with me, fucking with me now. You know right. what I mean? Okay, our first topic, and I, this is something that all three of us believe passionately about. I think to like a religious degree is, um, could we just stop trying to rank these fucking athletes, bro? Like. What is the value to anyone of trying to rank Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Tom Brady, and Serena Williams in some kind of order? Like, it, hmm. is this the corniest thing you can do with sports? Like, <laughs> yes, it absolutely is. I hate that shit. Like, like, how are you going to fucking compare 98 pound Simone Biles and fucking, you know, 200? 30 pound Tom Brady on two totally different sports. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's shit when people don't have shit to talk about. It's what I hear when I hear that shit. You know what I mean? That's exactly what it is. And it's, and it's not, yeah, it's boring. It's not even can a gorilla beat a bear type argument. Hey, let's talk about that. Right. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Those are fun as hell. I don't want to hear a golfer versus a baseball player though. No. No, yeah. no. I just it's not it's not interesting anymore. We had this conversation every four days. I'm tired of it. You know what I mean? Like, if you, like I asked Shaq about it, like a a, a greatest conversation. He's like, dude, I don't have that conversation. That is for y'all. <laughs> yeah, man, that's like, you know what I mean? Like, just enjoy the greatness. Like, we we don't have to, you know, rate people in that way. You know, like they're all incredibly good at what they do. Just enjoy it. And it barely makes sense to do it within one sport. Right. Like it barely makes sense to compare Michael in Jordan different gen- eras, yeah. you know, let alone different eras, different, you know what I'm saying? Different sports. But like, like, but Serena and Tom Brady, like Serena's the GOAT. Where, what is, the, what is GOAT. the foundation? Like, what do you start with? You know what I mean? Like, there's no foundational way to do that. You know what I mean? It's just all opinion. Just, and it's not, the opinions aren't interesting enough to continue to do this. 
I do think that there is a foundational metric, which is how much better was this person than their contemporaries. But I do think that when you throw that in the mix, you're just going to get biases over people who say, oh, I think football is a much more demanding sport than golf or whatever the fuck. And that's when shit goes out the window. You know what I mean? And you're also going to end up with Jim Thorpe and Jackie Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> Are they, you know what I mean? Are the greatest athletes of all time then? Because no one else. And Bob Cousy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bro, they, they said Satchel Page was 93 years old in his last motherfucking MLB game when they finally integrated. But but yeah, it's just like that. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like we gotta we gotta motherfucking factor in like racism. And who the fuck has ever beat racism, dog? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you right. gotta factor in all types of shit if you're talking about the greatest ever, you know? No, you do. You have to factor all that in and it's impossible, which is why to me, I, John said it exactly. Like these are, okay, as a sports writer, we, we call these summer stories. You know, I have yeah. shit to cover and that's when we bust out our Mount Rushmore's. Who's the Mount yeah. Rushmore of football players from Long Beach? Who's the Mount Rushmore of rappers <laughs> from Long Beach, right? right but right. when you're covering shit, you don't need to do that. The problem is that Twitter and social media create this vacuum where everyone feels like they're running a 24-hour TV show. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're like, it's 9 a.m. on Monday after the Super Bowl. We need something for the A block. Like, right, someone yeah. compare Simone Biles and Michael Jordan. <laughs> right, we talk $200 dates on Friday, something new on Monday. You know what I mean? <laughs> Back to the GOAT conversation. You can shut up. That's an option. <laughs> Never forget shutting the fuck up is an option. You know what I mean? A lot of times it's the best option. Yeah, hey, it's it's never too late to stop being a bitch, as the great Pimp C once said. That's one of my oh, favorite that's quotes. So ever. Beautiful. That's beautiful. It is. I'm a hey, bro. Poetry. That, that is that is hey, bro. Was that in the Bible somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> that's a scripture. We need a Pimp C yeah. version of the Bible, dog. That's uh, hey, that's hey. definitely Old Testament. That's right. definitely yeah. Old Testament for sure. Hey, bro, uh, that was a, that's that's spiritual. You know what I'm saying? That's beautiful. <laughs> We did Never get too late. It's inspirational get... too. <laughs> Something to inspire to be. You know what I mean? Coming out of the Super Bowl, we did get uh, really great drunk footage of Tom Brady today, which I think John was saying was the most likable. It's <laughs> the only Brady way that I can digest that man. Like, <laughs> as if he's like, oh, he, you know, like, hey, you know what I mean? Once I saw the red hat, it was a cap. It was a rap. You know what I mean? Like, but like, you know what I'm saying? Drunk, okay, I can see him and not, you know, throw up in my mouth. But he's a, the best, I mean, I would say the best football player I've ever seen. You know what I mean? All of that. Cool. You know what I mean? But whatever. But yeah, drunk, it was, it was, it was funny. You, throwing you the fucking, it. you said what? You enjoyed it. Watching him rugby throw the Lombardi trophy. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, his free, he made, it made him seem human. Like when LeBron's kids were really disinterested in congratulating him. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. nobody's less impressed than with LeBron than LeBron's kids, which makes him feel normal. Seeing Tom Brady like stumble out and his friend, like, you know what I mean? Have to like help him, you know, find his way. Wearing a knee brace, content. by the way. Stumbling drunk, wearing a knee brace. Right. Being held Drinking avocado liquor, I think it was. He said avocado tequila. <laughs> I, oh, I, whatever the fuck. That's odd. Uh, but he did get Braun said he's bummed out that we didn't get a Lakers parade last year because he I, it was it was a, one of those Braunisms. What do you say? He said I would have been walking beautifully like you. Walking <laughs> you. I, I do. Are we not seeing a, a different type of Braun than what we've seen? Like these last couple years, 
it seemed like he's been op- more open about like who he actually is. Mm-hmm. I think I think yeah. he feels like you know he's it's LeBron James. He, I think he's realized, yo, I'm LeBron James. I can do this stuff. He, you know what I mean? Like, and we're seeing him talk about you know walking beautifully. <laughs> You know, things like that. He's so much more open about how he feels about things. I love seeing it. Yeah. I, I definitely feel like the filter's coming off of it. And if he gets ranked yep. number five, oh we we might see what we might see him on the motherfucking program. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Him and yeah. JR passing one around, you know what I mean? The Lakers are probably gonna need to play in the first half of a basketball game at some point this year for that to happen, but you know. <laughs> Yeah. Fingers crossed. I, I, I do worry a little bit. Like those are the things that come and bite you. Like when you know you, 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 it's it's been too easy to turn the switch on and off. But they're not. I don't. I don't see them doing against good teams. You know what I mean? It's, no, it's but generally... Tyler, Tyler said it in the group chat, bro. It's yeah. the like third year college. You figured out you can start the essay at eleven oh one p.m. and get it done before midnight. Like, <laughs> right. Right. and until you miss the deadline, you're gonna keep fucking around like that. You know? Yeah, what but I, mean? I want I want them to miss a deadline prior to the playoffs, and then like they they they, tie, they tighten it back up. You know? What I mean, they start the essay at ten maybe, because <laughs> eleven. At the playoffs, that's gonna stress me out, bro. You know, y'all know I ain't built for that. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna listen to the games. I'm not even gonna watch them. I'm gonna listen to them on the radio on some like 1916 shit. You know what I mean? On to some be able quiet to deal storm with shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that every episode of Jenkins and Jones is brought to you by somebody, but we don't know who it is until we start the show. And today's show, last episode was brought to you by Arby's. Today's show is brought to you by the Quiet Storm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Versatility, you know what I mean? Versatility, you feel me? The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free, John and Tyler. I'm talking about (laughs) NBA in play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA in play turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcomes of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you even more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA in play, so the action is always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is easy to use. It takes less than two minutes to sign up. It doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to because NBA in play is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. I like good that. job, Mike. Good That's job. Cute. It's not over yet. Get in the game okay. and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA in play today. All right, now back to the show. Um, did you guys have you guys been following the situation with the Mavs and the national anthem? Yeah. Um, Cuban said they weren't doing it, then Silva said, Yeah, the fuck you are. That's basically where we're at now, right? So the t- the timeline of events was um whoever the athletics Mavericks beat writer noticed. <laughs> at this point, like two months into the season that they had not been playing the national anthem and asked the team about it. And the team confirmed, yeah, we have, we, you know, I think they said like, we decided in November, you know, we're not, we're not playing it right now. Um, And then uh, there was a huge, obviously the NBA came out, Adam Silver said, no, 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 no. Everyone's going to play the national anthem. The Texas state Senate has introduced I forget what the name of the legislation was, but legislation saying basically that all public events that receive any taxpayer money have to play the national anthem in what Texas. Is, that's 
what is the point of playing the national anthem? Are we a fucking police state? You know what I'm saying? Do we, yeah, before and, and, every event we have to play that? And once you get the you get the state sanctioning that you have to play the national anthem, like bro, what are we doing here now? Right. You know is what I mean? That because necessary? that's different. That's different right, from the right. NBA yes. saying you have to do it. The state of yeah, Texas yeah. says government you is being involved. To do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Here's how I feel about it. I feel like the Mavericks were handling it exactly perfectly. They didn't put a press release out saying we're not going to do it. It was just like, hey, man, there's no one at the fucking games. We're not going to stop and hit play on the cassette tape <laughs> to Is run it? the national anthem in the empty arena, you know? What's yeah. the history behind why we play the national anthem every, like at every I know, event? I, or I, like graduations. I seem like most large events we play it why i know i know that sporting events it doesn't um it doesn't go back that far i want to say it was to like the 60s or something it may have been like a vietnam war era but yeah it's not like uh you know it's not like when they were playing it before harvard and yale were playing football in 1904 or whatever you know what i mean like it, it was a it was a more recent thing um and i want to say it was like a wartime move but you know i as a as a uh, youth and a college sports writer, as well as like pro stuff, I mean, I hear this. I hear the national anthem probably ten times a week. You know, when sports are being played, and at least for me, for other people who work at the games, it's just like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, let's do it. You know, we're putting a lot of pressure on this high school sophomore to not, you know, <laughs> fuck up the national anthem in front of all of her friends or whatever. <laughs> for, yeah, for me, it's, it's always nerve wracking too. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I'm seeing somebody sing it, I've seen a couple people like just absolutely blow it too live. Yeah. And that's never a good experience. I just don't understand. I wonder what the logic is. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, I mean, I think than... it was it was like meant to be a show of national solidarity whenever they started it over the Vietnam War or whatever. I I, I wish I I, sh- I should have done the research on when exactly it started, but it definitely was like a response to something like that. Listen, bro, we have gotten hundreds of thousands of people, you know, renditions of people singing the anthem before sports games, and I feel like we've only got three memorable moments. I feel like Whitney at the Super Whitney Bowl for show. Whitney yep. at the Super Bowl. Yep. I feel like the moment where that um that teenage girl at the at the Trailblazers game forgot the words and Mo Cheeks came up to her. Real one. Yep. I feel like that. And I feel like Carl Lewis with the, the oh. Track star. Yeah, Carl yeah, with the, with the, with the oh. I feel All like right. those are the only three memorable times that the anthem pops into our memory as sports fans. So and two uh, two out of three of them are people messing it up. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. No, was it all-star game? Oh, girl! From oh, Black Fergie! Eyes. Fergie's Fergie. Yeah. Okay, Fergie. So three out of four. Okay, so so that's four. Let's make this a Mount Rushmore. Let's do a summer <laughs> topic. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So so those like the only memorable, you know, moments that we've ever heard that anthem. So, so like I, it's, it's, this is a this, when I when I hear I mean on, when I hear it, I feel like we get it. <laughs> we get it. Like I, that's what I'll be thinking mm. when I hear it at this point. I've you know always I mean? playing I, sports was just like going to sports events. Like I get it. I don't. I don't think it's a big deal for them not to play it. It's not. I don't think it's un-American or like whatever that people want to make it. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't see that. I just think it's pointless at, right now. I well, maybe pointless in general. It's especially pointless when there's no fans at the game. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 not like the players need the extra 
two minutes, you know what I mean, before they start playing. But which which was basically what Cuban said. Cuban's response to all of the outrage today was like, we never said we weren't ever going to play the national anthem again. We just haven't been playing it right now. We heard from people on our team and in the community that they've had mixed feelings about it and not feeling like the national anthem represents them. So especially given that there's no one at the games, it was a pretty easy decision to just not play it. And very similar to the Colin Kaepernick situation where he had been sitting uh, or kneeling before the, during the anthem yeah. for like four weeks before a reporter noticed he he's been doing so, it. Yeah. This did not affect anything about the United States. I mean, I certainly don't think it's the Mavericks who've had the negative effect on America over the last two months. Um, but like it, this is, it, I, the way I feel about the national anthem is if you're, if you're patriotic and you love what the national anthem represents, the anthem is such a small part of that. And similarly, if you are opposed to systemic racism and you feel like the national anthem upsets you over that, kneeling during the national anthem is also such a small, like minor representation of those feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So we end up with this big fight over just the song. And it's like, I, I don't know. It's, it's like it's a proxy war for the conversations we should be having. And right. instead of having them, we're arguing about the national anthem. Over the damn national anthem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. People reduce some of the real shit we should talk about to talk about the, the national anthem and disrespecting the troops and all that. All right, Brittany, Brittany texted me and said the first time it was played was a baseball game in the Civil War and that it was World War One. so further back than I thought that it started being played more regularly. Uh, and I think World War Two since then, it's been super regular. So, But I get like... You put like you know Civil War, then World War One. I. I mean, it means something when it's like decades. <laughs> you know what I mean? In between hearing it, when you start playing it, like it's dude, it's 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 the McDonald's of songs right now, bro. They're on you know like it's on every corner. You know what I mean? Like you hear it all the time. It doesn't. It loses its meaning and purpose. I mean, to those who are super amped over the damn national anthem, but. Anyway, we'll just keep talking about the national anthem instead of <laughs> what the players want, you know, people to focus on <laughs> or what the people who are patriotic want people to focus. We'll just talk about the national anthem. It's easier, I guess. <laughs> Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, all right. Did you guys see KG's comments? Uh, basically pulling a 180 on the, the quote you always hear from old heads saying he didn't say dudes today couldn't have played in his era. He said dudes from his era couldn't play in today's NBA. I don't does KG know the area he played in? Like I'm like that's, that's an they had some dogs in that era, bro. Yeah, like like you know, I you know, I, I associate um you know KG with the two thousands. Like that's when he was at his peak. And mm-hmm. it's like I feel like the two thousands set so much shit in motion for the NBA we have today. Like, you know, the two thousands were the first time we saw, you know, stretch fours with, with guys like Dirk and, and Sheed, you know what I mean? Um, you know, we we the it it just it just doesn't add up to me to why he would say twenty years ago, like his era wouldn't work. Thirty years ago though. Yeah, that that <laughs> you know what when I before he doubled down, that's what I thought he made the NBA comment. right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought he made the common mistake that I make of thinking 20 years ago was 1990. You know what I mean? I still can't wrap my head around that 20 years ago was 2001. But um, you know, and and I can see him saying, "Yo, 1990, Joe Dumars with the hand check and wouldn't make it in, in today's league." There's an argument there, but saying 01 AI wouldn't survive in today's league, bro. Uh, but also. On 01 AI's team was who? Who was the point guard? 
Erickson. Erickson was one of the worst motherfucker players. Bro, me and my homies. <laughs> not a good no, shooter. Listen, listen. Not a good passer. Duh, you know I, what I'm saying? I, I feel like I've battled the ball. I thought the offense had disappeared. So I feel like I've told y'all before that me and the homies, like in college, we would get high and and play when, when the Sixers had a national televised game play. Let's watch Eric Snow and how terrible he is and laugh at him. And how that shit basic. was high comedy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we used to laugh basic. our ass off at how terrible he was. Usually, like somebody is good at something. Eric Snow was a, what a serviceable defender, but uh, he just entered offense. You know what I'm saying? Like. Dude, A-High, those, that, that team was, was – who was the best player on that team? I think it started with an M. Who, Matumbo? No, no, uh, the uh, – McKee? The, uh, you, said, well, you said what? McKee? Six McKee. Aaron McKee, yeah. Aaron McKee. That's what you give A-I. He's going against monsters. And A-I, 5'11", 6 foot, 160, soaking wet, has to go to war with fucking Aaron <laughs> McKee. Against Kobe. And Eric Snow. <laughs> and old ass Matumbo and that big ass finger. You know what I mean? So so you okay, so so you guys agree with KG just about bigs, basically. I, 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 I mean, no, right? Because I, mean, I would say like reading, you know, when you read his quote, he he he's more so talking about bigs, and then he says Okay, and thinking about Steph and Clay and the revolution at the guard play, maybe I think he said maybe even the guards couldn't play, but he definitely meant it originally. Really days. talking about post players, I mean, which I I understand that argument. You know what I mean? Yeah, the 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 pace is higher today, and these are you know the bigs have to be able to space the floor, and yeah, we would have seen Rick Smith. Yeah, we would have seen Rick Smith getting up and down the court and popping out for a corner three. You know, what right? I mean? That would happen. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, I mean, like, Bobby Jackson was, what, a six-man that still would have got buckets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some dudes that weren't even guys that would have still been solid. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, I think 30 years ago, food. Yeah, I think 30 years food. ago was a conversation Mills. that happened, not 20 years ago, though. Well, and he's talking about – I do appreciate I mean, the sentiment, though. I do appreciate like, the you know – Well, because I we generally believe – I mean, I, you know, I think most sports fans naturally are attached to the era that they, they grew up watching. I mean, yeah. another reason the GOAT debate is really stupid to me. The GOAT debate is really who was great when you were 19 years old. Right, you know right. I mean? yeah. like, um, and Unless you're I know, reasonable like me. Right. <laughs> like you and only yes. you. Um, <laughs> But but he but you know KG's comments he's really talking about Dirk he's like I was watching you know I'm watching Dirk play and I'm like you know how would how are these dudes who how are these you know fours and fives when I was playing how are these dudes supposed to go out and guard at the three point line and all this other shit like what do you he, mean he's referring to Dirk as like Dirk couldn't have he done, seems like, to Dirk see whatever. Dirk he seems to see Dirk as the before and after line okay you know right. what I mean bro KG came up as a four in the fucking power forward golden era, right? Like there, there was KG, there was Timmy, there was Dirk, there was um, she, there was Jermaine O'Neal, there was Chris Webber that, you know, it, it, there was just so many players who just kind of shifted the way basketball was being played, especially at his position. So I honestly don't see how he has this big of a blind spot right now, unless he's talking about fives, because I feel like so many fours. He from, said from players. KG. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like so many, especially power forwards from KG's era, would definitely thrive today. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel Sheed was was way before his time, bro. Way before his time. 
It's, I mean, I, I, and maybe I wish he would have talked, to be honest with you, I wish whoever was interviewing him would have just got him to talk about this for another 10 or 15 minutes. Cause he's definitely not just bullshitting. Like you can tell he's, he's articulating a point he's clearly thought about. Maybe he's just talking about the three point line. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, maybe he's literally just saying like the expectation of being able to space the floor and play offense and defense so much further away from the basket is what would have just been insurmountable. I'm with you. I mean, you're just not going to convince me that the other fours of that era couldn't. The centers, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a completely different game. You look at the some of the lineups that are rolled out there. I, to be honest with you, I know he's old as, as hell, but we're kind of seeing if you watch the Lakers games, Mark Gasol looks a little bit like you took a, <laughs> a center from a, an older mm-hmm. era and plopped him in the middle of a fast game. You know what I mean? But, but Mark Gasol, like, he was kind of, you know, he came in different. Power came in different. Too. They could shoot. That would that we hadn't we didn't really see that, you know. What I mean, like where a guy like Jared Allen, when I talked to him, he was saying that he's working on his jumper now. Well, you know what I'm saying? So I guess I can see what centers it'll been much much more it's just defensively, like you're 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 running the you know, you're trying to do pick and roll defense, you know, out towards the three-point line. And some of these dudes that can't move, I mean, you you see it, you see it in the NBA, even with some of the bigger, more dominant sets. That's one of the things that's so impressive about Joker, who KG brought up too, is mm-hmm. like he looks like a big fat old center. You know what I mean? But his footwork is so good that he can do some of that stuff. But I think the the main point was this is the best basketball we've seen. These yes. dudes be out here cooking. And a lot of people talking shit couldn't have couldn't, you know, did what they did in they in, in their time period or even been on the court with a lot of the dudes is doing it now. And I think that's the main point, and I agree. Yes, and that was absolutely his main point. He said, you know, the game is different, it's creative, it's competitive, it's saucy. Right, talk a bunch of shit and you'll get that ACL snatch. You feel me? (laughs) (laughs) They snatching ACLs out there now, bro. Like, hey, could you imagine what (laughs) you have to, like he said, that you know, you can't really, you know, hand check like you used to. You got to use your feet on defense. You know what I mean? Mm. Hey, hey, a lot of people that was, was eating back then would not be eating. I get him on that. James Harden would have shot a lot of free throws. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, he's already shooting a lot of free throws. You put some of these dudes that are used to being able to turn you physically <laughs> on that dude, dude. Do you remember how uh, Robin guarded Shaq? Do you remember that? He leaned in with his forearm, locked mm-hmm. his back leg, and put all his body weight on the man. That's a flagrant two now. Bro, <laughs> dude, you got to sit out for a week after you do some shit like that. KCP just got a flagrant 30 seconds before we started recording because he accidentally bumped the back of someone's head when he was Bro. landing from a block attempt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ah! Ah! All right. Uh, let's talk about something other than basketball uh, because Tyler was talking about this on Twitter and this shit was cracking me up, but – uh and jemima or aunt jemima depending on you know your 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 preference has been retired and now it is syrup by what is the name of this shit the, the pearl, pearl, pearl milling company the pearl milling company what? listen bro listen bro I, I i promise you i'm having fun with this this shit is funny to me because uh, there's gonna be people oh you gotta make everything about racing no motherfucker we're laughing at how ridiculous motherfuckers are but to to try to distance yourself from Aunt Jemima and then to make that shift to Pearl Milling where there's like in the title, bro, there is a valuable resource and a way to a the you know the laborious act. 
of obtaining said resource. Like that is how you keep yourself from slavery, bro. That's how you know a resource and the way we we get this resource. You know the labor involved in getting this resource. That is how they chose to distance themselves from slavery, and that shit was funny as fuck to me, bro. It sounds like a fucking mayonnaise company too. Like oh, you know what I mean? Like I don't want to eat Pearl oh, Miller <laughs> yeah. or whatever the hell. You know what I mean? Like no, it sounds like it tastes oppressive. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that shit is trash, dog. Like who's in the room when they make these decisions, dog? Crazy, dog. Like I said, I, bro. Pearl milling is just cotton picking, and like <laughs> one of those 1940 tuxedos with the long ass tails in the back. <laughs> like that's all that shit is, bro. It's just cotton picking, like dressed up in a way with like white gloves and like tap bands and shoes, bro. I know I'll never pour pearl milling over never. any of my pancakes. <laughs> there won't be pearl, pearl milling in my house. <laughs> Unless they hit up the wife. volume and then we're like, <laughs> no, we love Watch the pearl milling. Pearl milling. <laughs> hey, send me a sweatsuit, pearl milling right, company. Right. I'll throw that shit on happily. <laughs> right, I do want that. I'm, I'm, I'm low key, like the whole time I've been looking at this sweatsuit, extremely jealous. You know what I mean? I mean, that is a, the red, the red and orange together. Bro, it got a hoodie. You are ready. You know what I mean? So, uh, so are you guys- Tell me, tell me I don't look like I can stop out of forest fire right motherfucking now. <laughs> right now, right now. <laughs> this moment. Tell me where your forest fires are. I'm coming to stop them. Hey, I'm going to on the job. I'm going to tweet out. We're, we're not, we don't have the podcast up on video yet, but I would tweet out a picture on the Jenkins and Jones Twitter account of Tyler's fit. Take a picture of me right motherfucking now. It's, and, okay. uh, <laughs> right now. Right Shift Apple three is done. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. So are you guys saying uh, Ann Jemima gets subbed out for pro milling company and, and you weren't walking around feeling like uh, America had taken a large step forward in terms of racism today. Bro, bro, Pearl Miller Company was the plantation Aunt Jemima worked at, dog. Like, that, <laughs> right. I don't know how that's a shit, but goddamn. Well, Y'all let me say this, bro. Motherfuckers can't even let us have pancake syrup, dog. They still want to remind us of trauma during right breakfast, bro. Like the way to fix racism <laughs> is racism. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's yeah. it's kind of like how uh, the fact that they're going to be playing the national anthem at the Dallas Mavericks uh, game tomorrow is not doing anything for the homeless veterans outside the VA in Long Beach, California. You know what yeah. I mean? It's almost like we should address something other than the symbolic representations of the problems we have in our country. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> John, we, we have a we have, snap, 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 yeah, snap, yeah. snap, snap, hey. snap, snap, snap. We have uh, we have one of John's patented. I was golfing and had a thought about animals thoughts. And I want you to just expound to us on what you're thinking about the existence of animals on Tuesday morning this week. <laughs> Honestly, I was okay. Like I was watching videos of animals. Like I love like nature shit. You know, that's my thing. You know what I mean? I'll smoke, get stupid high, and just watch a nature documentary, and it's like my favorite thing ever. Ever. You know what I mean? But it's just crazy that like animals wake up and it's kill or be killed at every moment. Like I watched the video of some hyenas trying to rip the innards out of a lion through his anus. And I'm thinking this is happening right, could be happening right now on a fucking Tuesday. On a Tuesday. 
They couldn't put like, 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 bro, when, when can you, like, when can you live? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I was an animal, I would need therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like, could, could you imagine existing like that? I'm at home in my air conditioning, you know, complaining about the most petty shit. And they're trying to rip the innards out of you through your anus. Can you think of a worse way to go out? You know what I mean? Like a pack of hyenas, you know what I mean? But the thing is though, people are like, oh, poor lion. The reason the lion was there because it ate one of the baby hyenas. <laughs> you know what I mean? I saw a lion get stomped out by some bulls recently. And they're like, damn, that, they had to do the lion like that. The lion was trying to did. eat them. Yeah. They literally had to do the lion like that. It's kill or be killed at every moment, even weekdays. Seven days a week, 300, you can't sleep. You know, bro, bro it's crazy. I saw a, 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 I saw a particular monkey. I don't know what type it was, but a lion climbed up the tree and there was another lion waiting for when the monkey jumped out. Like, what does the <laughs> monkey do in that situation? <laughs> On a Wednesday afternoon, bro. It should be out at lunch eating Arby's. It is running from lions that are climbing trees. Are you kidding me? Like, this is what we got to deal with on Wednesdays? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> like, damn, bro. At least wait to Thursday to get this shit popping. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Damn, bro. Crazy. <laughs> it's, 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 it's an insane existence to me. It, it is. And I put I have put a lot of thought into that shit, too. Like, like there's nice. I know y'all Southern California motherfuckers ain't going to be able to relate to me on this one. But there's nice. I hop out and it's I'm like 20. Stop it. True that. True that. There's times <laughs> I hop out on some nights and it's like 20 degrees. And I'm like, bro, I need to get inside. I need to get back to the crib. And then I think about all the animals I'm out like, like, yo, animals don't have an inside. Bro. That's the crib to them. That 20 degrees I just hopped out of, that is their house, bro. It is less like squirrels out here running around booty butt ball naked in this weather. <laughs> booty holes out getting frostbitten. I can't understand it, dog. Booty butt naked. Booty in like, butt naked bro, in minus was, 18 degrees weather, dude, dog. Moose. We like squirrel butt hole going to handle that, dog? Bro, there's moose out in five feet, you know, like of snow. You know just what I mean? Like that shit too. just running through that shit, like you know what I'm saying? Look like Jerry Rice. You know what I mean? High <laughs> knees, perfect form. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, look, if these dudes had thumbs, do you know how fucked we would be in the game, dog? <laughs> let them, let, Give let a them rack. grow a thumb and Give learn a- how to open a door. Bro, it's a wrap, dog. Bro, you give a bear some thumbs. We got to get the fuck off this planet. You give a bear some thumbs. The world is <laughs> we there, are dog. Done. We are out of here. Tyler would literally be smoking the bear right now having a damn podcast, bro. <laughs> it would change their entire existence. We be the motherfuckers out there booty butt naked trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Bears will be in our podcast place. You know what I mean? <laughs> the bear would be in Tyler's house wearing a hoodie with Tyler. Right. Rose yeah. beef, dog. Can you imagine, dude? Bears, are, li- bears yeah. are literal monsters. Literal. That's why I'm talking like, you, you, you create uh, uh, the candy man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Freddy Krueger. Have you seen a fucking bear? Have you seen a bear? 
Have you seen a bear in a picture scaled to a human is the scariest question. Like, have you seen a fucking paw put up to a human's face? Have you seen one of those pictures? Dude, Freddy Krueger would jump in a bear's dream and the bear would beat the dog shit. Jason is 7'5". A bear would laugh in the face of Jason. He would tear him into smithereens. I was going to be scared of Jason. Like, bro, bears actually exist. You know what I mean? <laughs> they actually are here on the planet. And I'm supposed to be, I go to sleep at night, I'm scared of Jason. <laughs> Fuck Jason. I actually have to live on this planet with monsters, dog. Lions climbing trees? What do you do if a lion's chasing you? You die. That's what you do. Bro, like, you know what I mean? I'm you scared become of dogs. I'm scared of dogs chasing bro, me, bro. bro. <laughs> Dog, I mean, like, we are the, the dog uh, is a third my size, and I'm when still it afraid comes of it. To when it's, physicality, when it's humans, <laughs> we are the worst. If we, we, are, have, we ain't have thumbs in our intelligence, dog. That is the only advantage that we have. Bro, with we look at LeBron James, like he's, he's so athletic for a human. I saw a deer like take a like drop step and jump 10 feet in the air, bro. <laughs> a fucking deer, bro. And that, and on athleticism on the planet, they're probably like. Mid as fuck, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're dirt weed when it comes to athleticism, and they would clown us like you know at the combine, bro. <laughs> you know, we ate. Shit, we need bro. an animal yeah. combine. That's right, what we, we need. Yeah, we we need the animal combine. The animal combine. I'm tapping in for that. When we get bored in sports media, <laughs> run an animal combine. Yeah, run leave that the goat shit. conversation behind. Goat conversation. We'll never mention it again. <laughs> Well, bro, did do you, you know- see that lion run to 40? That thing was moving you. Hey. But do you know the you. do you know the one physical thing that humans are the best in the world at in, in the animal kingdom? Over this? all other animals. I mean, ripping things? No, no, no. When we take away thumbs and intelligence, like pure physical feats, there is one act that we do better than all other animals in the animal kingdom. Only one. Sit on our ass? Only one physical act. Is it sit? Is it sitting on our ass? (laughs) Please name it. it, it, It's the complete opposite. It's endurance running. No one, no animal in the animal kingdom can run longer than we can. We because pacing takes intelligence. Because pacing takes intelligence. There's that exactly. Like like bro, motherfuckers just motherfuckers on weekends in Cambridge, Massachusetts, just run 26 miles on a November Saturday for fun, right? Yeah, that was that is the one thing they don't even have anyone trying to pull their guts out through their butt, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, somebody told me that cheetahs have such little body fat that if they didn't catch. Their prey, they could die. Yeah, from yeah, they would, they, they would. They would overheat if they run yeah, too yeah. fast for too long. So, yeah. like, they have to catch their prey if in they a certain don't. window, in a certain in like a certain eight window. second window. Yeah. Hey, I don't want to get too. I don't want to get too sciencey on you, but if you've ever looked at some of the models they're doing on dinosaurs, like the structures of their bodies, they they ask themselves the same question. It's like the Tyrannosaurus Rex basically would have had to have eaten every eight steps in order to just have the calories. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So yeah. that's why they, they think now, like it probably wasn't really a hunter. It was probably a scavenger because if right. he did the same thing with the cheetah, if he was chasing shit down, without he muscular, been, he, it was right. Yeah. He would, you know, the, tough shit. It's the same to thing. Keep with that like, figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to keep that muscle mass, that V taper. With the baby ass arms, 
You know, who had to eat every eight steps. Hell, you know, you know I mean? yeah, that's that's something I never considered, but it makes complete sense. Like, imagine a fucking elephant trying to eat a rabbit. You know what I'm saying? How how would that work out for the elephant? You know what What's I mean? What's so wild to me is like elephants are so intelligent, and they they like show emotion. Like they'll see a carcass right. of another element and stop uh, another elephant and stop and like grieve. Bro, yeah. bro. But then as, it will stomp the fuck out of another animal. The balance. Of an yes, elephant, yes. like they, they will they, square they, off with your ass and beat your ass, and it is emotional as well. Yes, they That's understand. They, they, they yeah, they're all about eliminating threats. So, but um, have y'all heard the story about um the elephant um conservationist? I think his name was Anthony Lawrence. No, mm -mm. this this shit. This is something like I don't know what the fuck is after this life, but but this story makes me think that there might be some like connectivity or some shit that. You know some some continuance here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what happened here. So there was a cons um a conservationist in Africa, and he would you know take in you know abandoned elephants, abuse elephants, and nurture them, and you know release them into the wild. And you know during this time, the elephants that he released would click off, and they clicked off into two herds, you know two separate herds that were like you know 50 miles apart, and 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 they're grazing and shit. And when he died, the day he died both different herds 50 miles away they both trekked back and stayed there for like two days after he died and then trekked away bro that's crazy yes bro and and it would and it would be a story involving elephants mm -hmm. if elephants are the ones, bro. They're elephants the ones. Are the i mean and we, sure. we talk about how intelligent we are i think elephants are the ones and I mean, dude, we talked about this before, but how intelligent dolphins are to actually put images. Yes, they say into they other dolphins they talk brains. in pictures. Right, they talk bro. In pictures. They talk in, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Don't do hold on. Explain. High quality imagery and audio. What do you mean? What do, what, do, what, do you, what do you mean? Explain that. Dolphins, you know, we all know the 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 echo yeah. you know, communication that dolphins right. do, but but they don't speak, they don't have words. They speak in patterns that they interpret as pictures. So like uh, a dolphin would say, you know, there's fish over here and, and, and shoot the fish sound to a, to a dolphin and the dolphin would be like, okay, what I'm hearing is the, you know, th th there's, there's gaps here in the sound wave. So that's what fish look like. You know what I mean? So they communicate in pictures to each other. Do you, do you, do you follow me there? Yeah. 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 So like yeah. they're, they're sending out a sonogram and they're receiving a sonogram, not right. just the, the right. noise. Okay. That makes so sense. Like especially underwater. Yeah. It's yeah. like for special people. Like we're like, if you see sounds, you're like, you have a synesthesia. Right right right, right. 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 You know what I'm saying? For them, it's just like, it's Tuesday because it's the fucking animal kingdom. <laughs> right and they're just that's the, every every moment there you know that's crazy to me i mean well, we're, when we're done recording tonight i'm gonna go for my nightly constitutional and when i see the raccoons and skunks in my neighborhood and shit i'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be extra respectful you should salute them i will especially the raccoons you don't want to get into a fight with a fucking raccoon bro we got bro i i feel like <laughs> I, I feel like raccoons don't take any fights that they know you don't want to take. I feel like raccoons understand when we want no problems with them and they will leave you to fuck alone. Cause I've had a few raccoon conversations and every time I'm like, bro, this ain't what I want. Cool, it's like the man. raccoons understand. You, know you ever I mean? accidentally stall, stall me out, stall me yeah. out, my G. You, feel you me? ever accidentally stumble onto a possum backed into a corner, bro? Oh. <laughs> Cool. That bothers God, me bro. about possums is how ugly they are. Like they they're ugly. They're so ugly. Like that is like, that is part of their defense. 
Like, damn, <laughs> like a motherfucker that like gotta be able to fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can't beat up something that ugly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're so ugh, crazy. Well, this has been another edition of Animal Kingdom on Jenkins and Jones. <laughs> it won't be the last. It won't be the last. Trust and me. What, what, okay, what was I think like one of the first times I've been fo- I was following you guys on Twitter like ten years ago or something. You guys had a conversation about animals getting guns. Yeah, I, I, I remember <laughs> I was thinking, what? How would an animal? How did the animal kingdom feel? You know what I mean? When like guns were invented, like you know what I'm saying? Like, what was the gorilla thinking the first time his homie got shot? Like, oh damn! Like these, they, they, they done. Hey, this ain't. This ain't normal. And I thought about the argument that went on when he ran back to the crib <laughs> and he left his homie sitting out there, you know, saying like, bro, you know what I mean? Like, come on, dog. You know, no one believed him. No one believed him. You said what? No one believed him. Everyone's like, those little ones, we always right. tear into pieces. Right. <laughs> bitch ass up. I know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, well, you, ain't none of that, you know what I'm saying? You just you just scary. And they go out there and they got the, the boom stick. You feel me? Like the boom the, just the noise of it. Dude, as scary as bears are, as as dude, you shoot a gun, a bear will run, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that, that that is <laughs> bro. That, hey, like like they'll they'll have like people that go, you know, fishing or out in those areas with where bears, like brown bears are, which are like, come on, grizzly bears get the why did why do you exist on the same planet as me? But like they'll pull out, they'll have like a magnum and they'll shoot that thing at the ground like fire and a bear be like, oh <laughs> it'll it'll run up, it'll run away on two feet with his hands flying in the air. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you know what I mean? Talking in like a you know higher octaves and shit. <laughs> like bears don't even fuck with the boomstick. You know, what I mean, they put it, you put that fire out and a monster will run. So like, yeah, dog, like, yeah, I, I, that was, that was, a, it. I was like, dude, how did animals feel when the first human came with that fire? Must have been bullshit. It'd be like if I was walking around the neighborhood and a cat shot me, you know what I mean? It's just like, I never perceived you as a threat before. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Got cat hopping out with the, with a motherfucking shotgun out there. Right. Like, right. like, hold like up, when, when did this dynamic shift? What the <laughs> right. fuck is going on? That, imagine how that changed things though. Yeah. Like how we were killing animals before, like a bear came and we came with a fucking stick and you know, like <laughs> the bear's like, ha. Oh. Then that stick, you know what I'm saying, shoots a, a, a bullet out of it. You know, like, oh, hold up. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sorry, my brother. <laughs> Let me tippy-toe my big bear ass up out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know we was playing like that. Shit ain't sweet no more. You know what I mean? So, All right, man. We were going to introduce a new segment tonight, but I think Animal Kingdom replaced it. So I think that's that's the show for today. <laughs> <laughs> People have no idea, bro. You guys, I feel like you guys could talk about wildlife for like, that could really be its own show. Look, look, <laughs> dude, you know how, I'm, I'm, look, look at my face. I'm dead serious right now. <laughs> if you can't see me, you can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 no, if you want to start a wildlife show, bro, it, that is, I, I'm telling you, bro. Like, do you know how much it, Pure joy. It would be the dream of my life to participate in that. Do you understand? You think I like basketball? You know what I'm saying? 
see me watching them, you know, Animal Planet. You feel me? Like, oh my God, I can't believe it. the shit that's going on in this planet blows my fucking mind. Oh my God. All right, we'll be back uh, with for our next episode of Jenkins. We even talk Jones about sports presented, but we did. Right. We talked we'll about see. sports for a good while. You know, we talked about what we cared about, and that's what's most important. That's what, that is always the most important. Always. We will be back again on Monday uh, for another episode of Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. Y'all be cool.